Welcome to The Bridge, fun conversations on culture, life, and everything in between. Welcome to The Bridge. We are a show that connects East and West. My name is Jason Smith. I'm from sunny California, now living in beautiful Beijing. Today with me is Bebe. Hello. Hi, Jason. Find us where you get your podcasts. If you like the show, then consider pushing the like button or giving us five stars. Suggestions, comments, anything you would like to share, email us at welovethebridge at gmail.com. We love the bridge. It is Halloween again. What's appropriate? What's inappropriate? The annual debate begins anew. You know, because I was looking at this from history.com, which is not all about aliens, despite what people may think. Uh, because, you know, oh, well, the TV channel gets um, history. The, the TV channel gets made fun of all the time because it's always about aliens and World War II. Mm-hmm. World War II and aliens. Sometimes you even have World wow. War II aliens. We can go beyond so, but that. But history.com <laughs> is a little bit better mm-hmm. than that. Um, so actually, I learned a lot getting ready for this episode. I did not know about Halloween. Mm-hmm. And it comes from an ancient Celtic mm-hmm. festival call, pronounced Soween, which is actually has an M in it. S-A-M-H-A-I-N. Soween. And it was practiced 2,000 years ago in what is now Ireland. Mm. And they practiced it around uh, November 1st, which is the day after what we do now. Mm -hmm. And it was meant to have dances and fires and wear costumes to scare off ghosts. And then Uh much later... Okay. Thousand, mm-hmm. couple thousand years later, Pope Gregory the Third designated November first as time to honor all saints. All Saints mm-hmm. Day, November first, mm-hmm. and quarter began to incorporate a lot of the elements of Halloween, mm. and then the two kind of merged and became what we now know as Halloween, which was a little bit. All Hallows Day, All Hallows to Eve, oh. and then that migrated to North America from. The UK from Ireland and from the Western Europe, mm-hmm. and became what the basically candy and costume mm. day in uh, America. It fits um, the American culture perfectly because I can see American, <laughs> you know, people dressing up weirdly and eating lots of sugar. It, well, yeah, sugar is part of it, and also just being open-minded, you know, like mm. they'll welcome. Yeah, that sounds fun. Let's do it. <laughs> You're listening to The Bridge. I'm going to start off by telling a little bit of my wife. My wife is very spiritual Mm. and she prays for Mm -hmm. ghosts. So if we move into a new apartment where people Mm. have lived before, one of the Mm. prayers she do in Buddhism is to pray for any of the spirits that are around here Mm. to go move on to the next world and free themselves of any curses or bad things that happen to them. So that our home will be free of spirits and ghosts. Mm. Um, So in China, there are a lot of people who believe in ghosts of some time or another, even their own family. Mm. And let me give you an example very well know about. Different times of the year, people will make a chalk outline on the ground, Mm. on the sidewalk or wherever. You've seen that, right? Oh, a million times. And so people will have a little fire Mm. and they will burn paper money and paper Mercedes. Paper Mercedes. I've seen it. I've seen the paper Mercedes, you know, because then their passed away relatives will have a Mercedes in heaven and fake money to spend and stuff. So people in China, you know, a lot of people get this idea that Chinese people aren't spiritual or religious. I think that's not true. No, right. And, you know, one thing I need to note for my American friends listening to this, if you are in China and you see a chalk outline of a circle on the ground on the sidewalk, (laughs) a walk around it is considered Mm. disrespectful to step in that. You're listening to The Bridge. 
when the kids knock on the door and say trick or treat, they're actually mm. most everyone, 99% of them will just give them a candy, which is the treat. Right. But it can be a trick. Uh. And so in that case, it's up to the person who answers the door to do something really frightening. Mm. So they will do is actually invite them in. Oh, come in. Oh, and dear. then they'll do something scary with the, with their, you know, because the kids have a guardian with them. They'll do something scary, like have a haunted house uh-huh. or like a big pot that they're pretending to cook in that has like green lights and stuff. And someone, <laughs> someone will reach up with their hand out of it and say help me or something All right. mm. so that's the the trick part of the halloween you can have either a trick or a treat the, the chinese grandmother would be running away with the kids <laughs> <laughs> so go so go ahead baby tell us a little bit about chinese perceptions of ghosts you know i do want to talk about the the Chinese mm. Ghost Festival. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, the Hungry Ghost Festival. Dude, I've not heard of that one. I know about tomb sweeping. Yeah. Tomb sweeping is more like, you know, remembering your ancestors. Mm. You go to their tombs and mm. clean it, fresh flowers and some offerings. And it's the start of spring. So it's, there's a different feel to it. Mm. And it gets serious when it comes mm. to the Hungry Ghost Festival. Mm. And that takes place during the seventh month of the lunar calendar. Mm-hmm. So that would be somewhere, let's say, around August. Mm-hmm. And it's actually the ghost month. Ooh. Like it's supposed to last for a month. I think my wife told me about this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's real. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't just making it up. <laughs> um, and so it's the festival is on the 15th day of the seventh month. And uh, but there's like, I think accumulates into the 15th day which is the most important Mm. day anyhow so it's um and the period is important now i found this um their websites about this and Mm. this particular article is called halloween in china the hungry ghost festival Mm. and it's from the chairmansbow.com so um supposedly according to buddhist buddhism and also taoists Mm -hmm. and they believe that the first day on the first day of the ghost month the doors to the underworld Uh open (laughs) and the hungry spirits Uh they escape and then they're free to roam the earth for a month so these spirits get the opportunity to feed and visit their living family members feed what what do they feed on Uh, i guess whatever offerings you bring them okay so if i leave like an orange outside they're gonna be like why didn't i get a steak where's my steak (laughs) maybe they're not as complaining as living beings i'm not too sure but and then i think on the last day of the month um the doors to the spiritual world the spirit world will close so in between that time it's a it's a time for interactions and exchanges between the two worlds Mm. and of course for um people to connect with their loved ones who have passed um so it's both serious but it's there is a warm side to it right because this is an opportunity for you to pay respect to your ancestors or especially the ones who has recently passed away Mm. you know by make offerings and burning uh, as you said mercedes or other things they (laughs) like yeah or paper mercedes (laughs) sorry I just picture a Mercedes on fire. The real ones don't work as well. (laughs) Right. And also offering um, paper Mm. money. They burn paper money. Not real. Not real paper money. You go and buy. Not real money. You can turn a 10 quai into like (laughs) thousands of quai. Billions. Billions. Yeah. It's it's not a very commercialized, you know, festival. The idea is not to to spend and <laughs> Yeah, there's no like TV special about yay, it's such and such day. It's a sincere way of uh, relating to your mm. relatives and friends who have passed. Mm. Right? Um it's a or an opportunity for the living to look after the dead. And also there is another tradition of um 
I think, releasing paper lotus uh, mm. lanterns into rivers. I've seen I don't it know in, if you've in movies uh, seen stuff, that yeah. on TV. But I never really understood why um, they were doing it. I think it's supposed to carry the spirits of the dead and just let mm. them mm. flow on. You know, I guess a gentle way of sending them off. So on the last day of the seventh lunar month, somewhere in October on our calendar, you know, they would, um, in order to encourage mm. the ghosts to leave, you know, it's about time now for you to return. So Taoist monks, they would chant. And also people, uh, I, I think people in other parts, not maybe so much in Beijing, because mm. it's uh, such a huge city, mm. you know, they float river lanterns, um, are thought to be as like a guide. Mm. for the ghost to go back to their wow. place. So you say that on the seventh, 15th day of the seventh month, uh, which can change in the Gregorian calendar, right? like they open the gates of hell and then later they help them back in and they guess the gates close. Mm. What if the ge- ghost is late getting back? Does that mean they're trapped here all year? Uh, yeah, I think there are bound to be a few ones left <laughs> out. That's why there are things you pay attention to. Here are a few pieces of advice for the ghost month, because, um, you know, I don't want you to be doing uh, the wrong thing. Um, if you want to stay on the... Don't say ghosty, ghosty, ghosty. <laughs> Sorry, go Try not to do that. Go ahead, right? go ahead. Uh, to stay on the safe side, to take extra precaution against evil spirits and negative energy or stragglers at the end of the holiday. Hmm. Um, don't stay out during the night for too long, or you might become prey, easy prey for bad spirits. Do they Sometimes. Eat you? No, they just, uh, they would like to find a body to latch on. Oh, oh so I become like possessed. But yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> still, that, that does not sound good. <laughs> Let's say if Jason one day toward the end of the, the ghost month started singing songs in Chinese or just babbling <laughs> in ancient. Or I suddenly like stinky tofu. <laughs> hey, gee, that's not Jason. <laughs> seriously, like speaking other languages and doing funny things. Who knows? Uh, but there's an easy trick to do that. Hmm. Um, like your wife would know. He'll mm-hmm. pro- she'll probably just like slap you really hard on really? your cheeks, like left, right, left, right, until it goes away. I wish you fine. had not said that. <laughs> you know Summer's going to hear this episode. It, she, she would know this cure. She would know this. Uh, oh, no, this doesn't sound like a cure. It is a cure. It is a cure. It's, everybody knows this in the countryside. If oh, you are possessed, no. you know, slap no, no. that person until... Summer, I'm not going to be possessed, Summer. Okay. I will. I promise I'm not going to be... It's easy, quick, and effective. Yes. You're listening to The Bridge. Uh, have you heard of the holiday called Zhongyuanjie, Zhongyuan mm-hmm. Festival? No. So this, the Taoist name for this holiday um, is Zhongyuan Festival, mm-hmm. which sounds a lot more neutral than Hungry Ghost Festival. <laughs> and um, in Buddhism, it's called Yulanpen Festival, mm. which sounds beautiful. Mm. And Yulanpen, I think it refers to uh, offering bowls. And it started with a Buddhist um, uh, story. So one of the disciples of uh, Buddha, I think his name is um, Mu Jianlian, one of the disciples of Buddha, mm. uh, he wanted to save his mom from hell. Mm. So um, I, I guess he asked the Buddha uh, for advice. Mm. And, and then on the 15th day of the seventh lunar month, mm. he set out like bowls of offerings fruits and everything for um, monks from all over. Mm. And then all the monks worked together to save his mother, to save his mother. Good plan. From hell. Mm. 
Yeah, so it's actually, (laughs) (laughs) if that's how you want to interpret, but it's also another way of showing how sincere. So I think it started from um, a rather story about filial piety, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, you Mm -hmm. You can actually, someone's willing to go through all the trouble to rescue his mom. From mm. from hell, and also I think back then it's just uh, it's, sounds like a movie yeah, needs to be made. Maybe there is, and also this holiday, but it's not holiday; it's a festival. It's also celebrated in in other countries, mm. and um, like for example in Japan, translation from Japanese into Chinese is the same holiday. Mm. It's because it's a traditional Buddhist custom, you know, to remember their ancestors. Mm-hmm. And over there, the holiday lasts for three days. Mm-hmm. Let's say from the thirteenth to the fifteenth of the seventh month by the lunar calendar. Mm. And um, over there, on the first day, they will hang lanterns in front of the house to guide the ghosts back home. Mm. And then on the last day, they'll float lanterns and put them into the rivers to guide them back to their world. Mm. And uh, if there are anyone left, then you just try to stay away from them. And if you're interested in how to do that, I can share with them, uh, share with you later. <laughs> but the point is, back then, it was a festival, you know, that and everybody would uh, like families would go out at night after they've paid respect to their ancestors mm-hmm. and take the kids to uh, the river nearby to, you know, flow the lantern. So I learned a lot so, here. Firstly, gates of hell open. That's, you know, important to know. Stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Next, it lights, you know, guide uh, spirits to your home. Mm. And then if you need to get rid of spirits, use the river to send like fire candles. For, for this holiday. But also, you know, um, <laughs> at the end of an article that I found, it's a Chinese article. It says at the end that in Buddhism, you know, they say that every day is a good day. Every month is a good month. Mm. And this is something that you can do in July. You know, for your ancestors, you can do them anytime. Mm-hmm. And the ghosts are not scary. Uh, you don't need to bother yourself or worry yourself because of it. Mm. But as you said, you know, if you see someone burning paper money on the side of the road, don't go and stomp on it. Or, <laughs> you know. Or even actually, even afterwards, I was told for at least for a few days until the chalk washes away. Mm. If you see the chalk outline still there, you're not supposed to step in it. You're supposed to step yeah. around it because. Right. Why would it, you do that anyway? Right. So, yeah. There are sometimes so, you're dodging. Like in Wuhan, sometimes I'm like, I'm like skipping and hopping around because there's quite a few of them anyway. You're listening to The Bridge. Have you ever made a jack-o'-lantern? Uh, yes, yes. Back yes, you have. You've carved one yeah, with a knife? Yeah, they, They're oh. all these beautiful, large pumpkins. One time when I visited, it was uh, just at the time for Halloween. And it's hard to resist, right, with the beautiful pumpkins. <laughs> but then, you know, for a Chinese family, we, all, we always thought it was pretty wasteful mm. um, to just let the pumpkin sit. Because, you know, according to our family, I guess, values and traditions, you're mm. not supposed to waste food like that. You know, you know, <laughs> part of it, you don't have to waste. So, you know, you, mm. when you scoop out all of the uh, the brains, seeds? Uh, yes, mm. the seeds, you can also bake those. So a lot oh. of people will sprinkle different kinds of flavors like cinnamon and stuff mm. on them and spread them out on a pre-oiled pan mm. evenly mm-hmm. and then bake them on low heat for a while mm. and they become a snack. Right. Like I know. And yeah. So I know you guys eat pumpkin seeds here yes, in China because we did, yeah, summer's yeah. grandma gave me some mm. and told me I was eating them wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> How can you eat them wrong? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure, but she was uh, telling me I was doing it wrong. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> like, but in America, we eat that part. And people do turn other parts of the mm. pumpkin into food, pies, and things. Okay, so I'll confess. 
um, the, the one that we made last time I went back, mm-hmm. um, in the end, we had to bring it back. And we thought it's so wasteful to just throw it away. Mm-hmm. So we steamed it and it didn't taste all that good. <laughs> well, how, how long was it a jack-o'-lantern before you well, ate t- it? Until <laughs> the end of the festival, like a oh few days gosh. after. D- wouldn't it be yeah. like bad? Yeah, it was not very, it was like fibery. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I did last year? Because I what? wanted to do something. I, I didn't really do it. I didn't have any parties to go to. I didn't go celebrate Aww, Halloween. Poor really. Oh, so sad. But you know what I did do is I took watermelon. And I took the small, perfectly <laughs> round watermelon and I took the guts out to eat because I love watermelon. Right. But then you can actually use watermelon as a kind of pumpkin. And then I put right. it in my window uh-huh. with a candle in its mouth so that, that my neighbors <laughs> could see the spooky light or whatever. Right. And that was that was my that and was my holiday. That is an odd scene. <laughs> watermelon. Yeah. I mean, there were people like, what happened to that pumpkin? <laughs> Why, <laughs> Why is, is it green? So green? <laughs> Why do and you can't see the color? All you see is the, the shape of the eyes and the mouth from the light. Right. right. You're listening to The Bridge. And I do want to say, tell a story. Sure. This happened a long time ago. Mm. I believe it was the Halloween of 2013. So almost, that's a long time ago. Almost 10 years ago. Well, that's a, that's a long <laughs> time ago, man. Okay. Um, so there's a, I was working for a major international company, not going to say their name. Mm. And we had, we're going to have a party at one of our locations. And there was a man, I'm not going to say his name <laughs> and another man. And they were showing up for the party. They were, in, they were foreign folks from America, I believe. Mm. And one of them was dressed up as a ghost and the other one was dressed up as a murderer. Oh, so here in China, this, this was, one? yes. And it was at nighttime and the oh. guy dressed, who was holding a, <laughs> what are those, a meat cleaver, oh, you know, a big ch- chopping knife right. that a, a chef would use that had blood all over it. Oh, Plastic blood, plastic blood or whatever. And he began to chase his friend and they thought it was all in good fun. But the police were called <laughs> because people saw a guy with a knife chasing another guy down the street. And the police were called. The police showed up and apprehended these two men. Oh, my goodness. These two young men. We brought them to the... This is true. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Where was this? This was in Beijing, uh, in Chaoyang District. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The police were like, oh, no, there's a murderer on the loose. And they, they, you know, multiple units showed up at the, the, the scene multiple of the... Multiple units? Yeah, oh, yeah. They were surrounded by police and arrested and brought to the police station to explain themselves. <laughs> Did they start with, this is a Celtic holiday from 2,000 years ago? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I wasn't present at the police station. I was in the party. I heard about them getting arrested. And then I, I heard about the aftermath later from, from them and other people. And they went to the police station where, firstly, the police realized it was a plastic knife. But then we're like, oh, you know, this is promoting terrorism. Oh, all this no. stuff. And they were like, you can go to a Halloween party. Fine. You can wear costumes. You cannot carry what appear to be large knives mm. around in public and chase people. Right. <laughs> I totally understand because they did not. I just want for people to listen. They did not get fined. They were not put in prison. <laughs> they were just brought into the office and this was discussed with them for an hour right. before they were let back out. They were not, you know, persecuted for their Halloween. They were probably practices. considered in private as lunatics, but that's the extent <laughs> of it <laughs> because okay, it was so, so it was yeah. so odd and out of place. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah, in China, there's no really there's not as Halloween. People do not know it's Halloween. And so, so like when you see someone running down the street, you would be like, oh, no, there's going to be a murder. I better call the police. That's the right thing to do. Uh, another image that 
came up in my mind was uh, uh, I remember this was back in the States mm. on the night of Halloween. You would see people's houses. I mean, they would usually decorate yeah. almost the day before. Mm. And the quote unquote, the worst I've seen was people would make their front yards into like um, like a cemetery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there would be like, um, what do you call the box that contains the corpse? A coffin. A yeah. coffin. Exactly. And spider webs everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music and ghosts and lights. Yeah. yeah and then like skeletons that would move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've even seen ones where you, out of curiosity, if you walk up to the coffin, you know, like a skeleton will bounce back and sit up. Sometimes those are people that are just laying there for hours waiting for kids <laughs> to get close enough. They can do that. I know. Yeah. So... Like if somebody did this in China um, or if you do this to somebody else's house in China, (laughs) I don't know what would happen. You will probably get reported (laughs) back to the back of the police. You're listening to The Bridge. Something that everybody needs to talk about every year and the context of Halloween in America is costumes, because Mm. decades prior. People dressed up as like cowboys and Indians and stuff like that. And increasingly, our culture has become sensitive that certain kinds of costumes are not to be made fun of. So this is called cultural appropriation oftentimes. So it is not appropriate for some, you know, white American especially to dress up as a Native American and indigenous American and like going Mm. at parties. So that's just the tip of the iceberg. People always get frustrated with is instead of being given a list of things they can wear. People are given a list of things they can't wear. Mm. So I prepared a short list. We don't have to go through all of them. We can only just through a few if you want. It's up to you. Sure. But uh, of mm. costumes that might be okay for you to wear. So mm. this comes from a list on uh, 50 best Halloween costumes for 2022 that guarantee a perfect Insta pick by Elizabeth <laughs> in- Instagram. Right. Elizabeth Nareen and Catherine Pittman. And this came out about a month ago. Mm. Number one. Buzz Lightyear costume. This is a new movie about Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Light? Okay. From Toy Story? Ah, the toy? Right, right, okay, right, no, right. Okay. okay. Number two, Wonder Woman. Okay. Number three, Spider-Man. Mm. Number four, The Handmaid's Tale costume. I've never even heard of I don't know what The Handmaid's Tale is. It, it was a very popular book, and then I think it was made into a movie. Uh, Cher yeah. from Clueless, so I guess it looks like a yellow plaid Clueless costume. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go, I'm just going to say, so a lot of these are Marvel. Black Widow and etc. So a lot of them are Marvel. You have Elvis. I don't see mm. dressing up as Elvis. I guess you're not going to get in trouble. Batman. Mm. Batman and uh, Jon Snow. Do you know Game of Thrones? Probably not your I've cup heard of tea. Of it. Yeah. yeah, not my cup of tea. Yeah, but... I would assume that is not something Baby would watch. Mm. Baby Yoda costume. Do you know Star Wars? Yes. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, you could dress up as Bob Ross or a character from Mortal Kombat or Jeff Bezos. Oh, why would you Jeff do that? Bezos. Why would someone dress up as Jeff Bezos? They want to be rich. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Ellie Sattler from Jurassic Park. Mm. Uh, Patrick from SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some weird ones here. Wanda Maximoff. I don't know who that is. Scarlet Witch. Ah. <laughs> So it's another Marvel. I guess they really like Marvel. Mm. Wednesday from Adam's family. Uh, you could dress up as The Rock or The Rock, the rock you okay. know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay. We are a culture show that shares East West West. One thing I think is highly inappropriate is to dress up in traditional Chinese clothing for Halloween. Mm. Now, I, I myself like to dress up in traditional Chinese clothing mm-hmm. and I've actually done that. I did not do it on Halloween mm. and I wore real like a real Kung Fu Shan mm. and I did it to look nice. 
not to make fun. I see. Halloween is kind of like teasing mm-hmm. and making fun a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it would be not appropriate to dress up in traditional training. For those of you out there who think you want to be Bruce Lee for Halloween, mm-hmm. please don't do it. <laughs> Find another day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we don't want to make it dressing up in other people's indigenous clothing mm. something that we are making fun or poking fun at. If you right. want to dress up in traditional Chinese clothing, make some Chinese friends, get some actual clothes and wear mm-hmm. them properly at the appropriate time. Or party time, right? Party time. Uh, maybe just not for this. <laughs> You're listening to The Bridge. time for a few more other tips, oh yes please more um, ghost tips for, for ghost month because i want you to stay safe jason next uh, okay yes. next uh hungry ghost timer comes around right, so let me see if i got it so far your number one tip so far is that my wife should slap me silly in case you're in case you're possessed <laughs> and don't okay? stay out in, late oh yeah yeah don't stay out and second don't take photos during the night you might capture or attract spirits oh. okay so you know when your photos come out you might see something Ooh. Ooh, airy on the side. Who knows, right? Um, and also, don't stick your chopsticks upright in. Food. I thought that was year round. Uh, right? Yeah, that's true. But this so this is so that the chopsticks will because they resemble like incense sticks used for the dead. Oh. And I'm not too sure. Uh, you know the vision of ghosts, how well they see. They might just see that. Hmm. And also, don't kill any insects or other living living beings Uh-oh. in your house. The reason why you don't kill any insects in your house on that day hmm. or that month is they could be the reincarnations of your ancestors coming. Oh, Grandpa, to I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I know we're like laughing about this, but yeah. it's real, man. It's real. Hmm. So just in case, it's out of respect, and also for all the uh, like flies, other things, insects, uh, like for example, centipedes. Centipedes, you can take a piece. Of paper and they'll crawl on it on it then you know how fast they are uh i'm sure you can be faster jason you've got a human no, brain uh, 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 no way no it would crawl across that paper within like one one thousand two one thousand okay, got me then you you put the paper inside a plastic bag mm. so even if they crawl across that <sighs> paper they go into the bag <sighs> right and then you can release them outside yeah i did that i do that with flies and <sighs> mosquitoes I, with flies, okay sure i get that you can i have removed successfully removed flies and bees right. and all kinds of things from my home Good. safely Good. but centipedes those things are a heck of fast <laughs> okay anyway so I, I think that's pretty much it you're at one of these adult parties in america where you're mingling and networking did you dress up ever me yeah oh um i uh i think the first year i i didn't really have a costume it was like so new for for me mm. um and we just cut up like uh, a bed sheet <laughs> yeah. that was white yeah, that's that, good. Like, classic we, we, yeah, we cut up two holes in it and uh, tied a rope around my neck. Oh, <laughs> <So> no. That... <laughs> oh no. Not really tight. I don't think but... rope around the neck. We... Firstly, but the, how would you make the bridge stay? officially does not want anyone to tie <laughs> okay, rope no, around no, no, their no, no, neck. No, no, no. no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I've dressed up as all kinds of things. One of the things that I like the most are to put use boxes. Cardboard boxes do like robots and transformers because oh, those are the because you can be really good. big and walk around and it's painted and people think it's like really cool. Mm. I think it's better. I think it's better than 
buying something new every year. Yeah, I, I Especially agree. some plastic and other things that you're never going to reuse. Uh, the very good point. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. you're going to use a sheet, that's fine because it's biodegradable probably in mm-hmm. all, all reality. Yeah, we can still use it. <laughs> it just has two holes on it. <laughs> I also very wanted to briefly talk about, you know, it's really interesting to me, the appropriate, the, how do we say, enculturation or the cross-cultural sharing that cultures have. Mm-hmm. Because some people in China celebrate, you know, who are not Christian, who are not uh, American, they celebrate Christmas a little. Oh. And they, some of the people who are not Catholic or not Celtic, they celebrate Halloween a little. Mm. And so China has adopted a little bit among some of its population, some of the Western holidays. But for holidays that come from other places like mm. Chinese New Year, it's almost exclusively Chinese Americans who are celebrating that holiday. Mm. And I think it's a little odd and unfair that you know China is putting itself out there to kind mm. of learn about American culture, Western culture, and learn about their holidays and kind of like, oh, what is Thanksgiving? Okay, I guess we could have turkey or whatever. Mm. But like in America, people are largely, I would use the word ignorant about holidays from over here, Mm. and they're not learning about them in the same way. I feel that that is unbalanced. And what I, I mean, we're supposed to be talking about Halloween here, Mm. but for our American listeners, I'd really like to encourage a lot of you to go out and learn more about some of China's holidays. Mm. And maybe even if you're not a Chinese American or you're not Chinese, you could learn a little bit about those holidays and maybe incorporate them into your life in the same way that a lot of Chinese people have been taking some elements of Western Mm. culture, incorporating them into their life. But we are out of time, baby. Oh, that was fun. Thank you, Jason. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, and thank you, everybody. Have fun for this Halloween. We'll see you next time. Bye. Join us next time on The Bridge, where East meets West. Oh, 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 o